Welcome to Point Break Spoilers, the sequel, where everything's the same except Bodie, or er, except Agent Utah kills the girl. Uh, spoilers. Hey everybody, oh, welcome oh, to a very enthusiastic version of Spoilers this week, where we're going straight from strength to strength with Point Break from 1991 last week to to 2015's <sighs> Point Break remake this week. Um, I know our uh, our crew is very excited about this movie. Uh, first, we're going to go straight to our our own Agent Utah wildcard, <laughs> Brett. How you doing, Brett? Can you tell us? Can you tell us what? Which of these stunts you would have done if you had to choose between one of them? Oh, uh, hey, everybody. This is Brett. Uh, okay, so surfing's out. Rock climbing's out. Anything. J- jumping from up high Brett is out. Brett has a fear of everything. <laughs> what else What else is there? The spider fight? Would you do that, Brett? <laughs> uh, I would do that over uh, climbing up a mountain. Uh I would do uh, no, dude. I wouldn't do any Pretty of those things. All, like, what about um, cake in the face? <laughs> I take in cake, the face on a yacht. I take some cake in the face, and uh, I'd climb Mount whatever her name was. <laughs> Great name, <Ooh>. Samsara. <laughs> I, I don't sure. really know what her name is. Okay, next we're gonna go straight to our promoted man, Pat. Pat, how's it going? Pretty great. I got a promotion at work today. I bought a PlayStation. To treat myself, Ayo. I'm downloading Fortnite. But now I gotta talk about one of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen, so that's not safe. <laughs> what stunt would you do, Pappy? What's your stunt if you have to choose one? Uh, I would want to do the surfing in the middle of the ocean, uh, but I would also want to be CGI'd in, <laughs> like what happened in this movie. God. Very appropriate. Stevie, you're kind of like this podcast, Bodie, very philosophical. Um, I think Quit trying we to all butter know by your up, groans where you stand on this movie. But, uh, this movie's still going to get a no. <laughs> what, which of these stunts would you do? Um, <laughs> when they were in the plane rolling out that cash outside the back, like, and they were like skydiving, I would do that in a heartbeat. Fair enough. All right. Finally, our man on vacation somewhere that he hasn't told me where he's at. Another guy who loves stories that hit the same beats as their 30-year-old counterparts. Josh, brother Josh, how are you doing? Brother Jordan, I'm doing good. I'm where are in the you? bathroom, in the condo. Uh, yeah, where are you? Hunker down. We're at Wisconsin Dells, and um, all the kids are still up. There's like seven kids in this room, so I'm like three rooms away, locked in a bathroom, so... Hopefully no one has to go during this podcast. There's that many kids and only one bathroom, man. <sighs> Basically. <laughs> For the listener, just let that be truth. <laughs> sounds sounds like trouble. <laughs> what kind of people are we dealing with here? set of perps with a very unusual skill set. Utah, I need a theory. Alright, so we're probably going to fly through this movie pretty quick because we've already seen the original version. Obviously, this is a remake of the 1991 classic with Keanu Reeves, uh, Gary Busey, Swayze. Yes. um, This is a a probably ill-advised remake in 2015, but we're gonna we're gonna breeze through it anyways. Uh, we start off, Brett. I'm gonna come back to you since you were so into the uh, the tower heists and jumping off of a high <laughs> from a high altitude. Um, kind of what can you uh, drive us through what they uh, what they gather from the criminals' first heists as they're in Mumbai stealing diamonds? Uh. They gather. Ah, oh, man, I don't. I was so disinterested. Eleven oh, minutes no. into the movie, um, <laughs> Brett didn't watch uh, it. <laughs> no, I did. A I, Brett uh, watch. I know that nobody watched it. I know Josh that the uh, diamonds weren't guarded very well, as well as they should have been, because <laughs> no, no one thought. Hey, they say this in the movie, right? No one, no one thought that they could rob it and then escape from like the thirteenth mm. floor, but they steal a bunch of diamonds and give them to really poor people in Mumbai 
They must be extreme athletes. They must oh, be athletes. They improvised. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's what he gathers. He, he sees that they did two crazy things and maybe three, and then he puts it together really quickly. Uh, you know, it took Gary Busey, like, forever to learn that the other people years served. Years. But I this guy gets it right away. I believe the term is poly-extreme, Brett. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. My bad. I'm not woke enough on that. And I'm sorry. I actually skipped through the very beginning, the very crucial part where we see some pretty huge character development. Stevie. Don't call Stevie, it that, Jordan. Cliffhanger. <laughs> we have uh, our agent, Utah. He's blonde in this movie for whatever reason. Boo. Uh, Poor choice for me. <laughs> what did you think about him? <laughs> Letting his friend plunge to his depths. That Why did scene? he try to grab Dude, the bike? Guy. All he had to do <laughs> was grab his I arm. A, I got a note on that. It's like, don't pull the bike up. Pull the guy up. <laughs> what the heck? For the listener at home, uh, Utah coaxes his friend Jeff into uh, going on their X-bikes or whatever, and they are riding along like these, huge, these huge cliff faces and stuff, <laughs> and they end up going off. They go one at a time off of a jump onto like a single stone column. Stevie, why does he grab the bike? Because this movie makes no sense. (laughs) Any human being would have been like, oh, hey, I'm just going to let go of this bike. I'm going to grab your arm and you'll be okay. But instead, he tries to pull a thousand pound bike back on a rock. It made no sense. This is the only way to reach Nirvana. (laughs) This is the only way to watch your friend die. Then make new friends and watch him die too. Hey, did anyone else cringe when, like, 30 seconds in the movie, he's like, uh, imagine all the YouTube hits we're going to get. <laughs> yes. I was like, this is such a millennial movie. I, I cringed later when he's like, if a YouTube falls in the forest, did it ever oh, really gosh. happen? And I'm like, what, did that oh. even make sense? What did he just say? A tree falls in the forest, no one puts it on YouTube. Did it ever really happen? Oh, man. Okay, but so yes, we're going to jump back Utah's up to Utah's best yeah. friend plunges to his death. And this is when Utah decides to become a man of the law. <laughs> yep. And Matt Terrio, who has played Jeff, was actually in Vin Diesel's The Pacifier. Is that a good movie, Josh? You have children. Was it good? <laughs> I can't imagine it is. <laughs> it, it was. It was. It, it was at very least humorous. I saw it a long time ago, though, so I'll, I'll give it that. I'll say that. You saw it's The terrible. Pacifier, <laughs> right? You don't a have long kids. Time ago. but terrible. <laughs> It's humorous at worst, <laughs> but terrible. Continue, Joan. So we're gonna jump back forward. So I kind of left Brett left Brett on a on a road to nothing there. So they steal some diamonds. They jump off of a huge building in Mumbai and they just throw the diamonds in the street to where anybody can get them. Um, soon we know that Agent Utah has become an FBI agent after reforming his ways, but he has not covered up his tattoos, which are showing in every single scene. Um, Soon they also discover that this group is going to go after the Ozaki 8, which is a list of ex- eight extreme ordeals to honor the forces of nature. We have two crimes on two different continents. Diamond sorting facility in Mumbai and today's cargo plane over Mexico. But there's a third crime on a third continent. You say this is connected to the other two. I think they're all connected, sir. Now, what are they really up to here? I don't know why they're committing the crime, sir, but I have an idea what they're chasing. I think they're attempting something called the Ozaki 8. This is Ono Ozaki. He was an eco-warrior. He challenged the extreme sports world to a series of eight ordeals that he said honored the forces of nature. An, An extreme athlete could potentially train their entire life just to attempt one of these ordeals. To complete all eight would be to complete the impossible. Agent Utah thinks he knows where they're going to go next. It comes to me in this point of the movie where it seems Pappy, like, <laughs> is is hmm. Agent Utah, which is Luke Bracey is the actor's name, is he trying to do like a Keanu impression or imitation here? He kind of is mumbly and has kind of the same speech patterns. What do you think? 
A little bit, yeah, but like you mentioned, it's confusing because he's blonde like Patrick Swayze and clearly is cast to look like Patrick Swayze. So it's very confusing. (laughs) But no, yeah, his performance is very underwhelming to say the least. And he doesn't have any of like the, the street cred that Keanu brings in because like both Keanu and Swayze were very famous at the time of the first point break. These guys are nobodies and you can definitely tell because they act like nobody <laughs> so Pepe is right utah acts like a nobody he gets sent to france to our boy mr french brett your guy ray winstone ray Agent winstone Papas. yeah <laughs> what is his deal in this movie how does he end up on that boat the one time what is going on <laughs> I, I, I don't know he looked so out of place at that party sitting there i don't even know uh can you imagine how great gary Pusey would have done in that party scene he would have been fucking killing it just just real quick does it did it seem like they tried to manufacture like spiritualism to like try to touch some of what Swayze was going for in the first one, or did that seemed more natural to you guys? Nothing in this movie seemed natural. No, yeah, nothing was natural at all. Okay. I wrote in my letterbox review, I used the quote from the first movie where it's talking about like those people, those guys only live to get radical. Like, this movie is totally only living to get radical. Like, it doesn't understand the meaning of the first movie. Like, it's- so, so why throw it in there, though? Like, they could have just been thrill seekers. Like, I feel like they were trying to get a little bit of what Swayze was going for. Like you said, though, none of it was. None of it was like natural or it was just all super synthetic. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a bad idea from the get go to remake. This yeah. Movie. Well, at least Patrick Swayze was an expert at like one thing surfing. He was a badass at mm-hmm. these guys are just supposedly and football awesome at everything. Like yeah. every single thing plus hijacking and oceans 11 type <laughs> stuff. And football. Swayze was good so, at football too, though. Mm-hmm. And, and skydiving. Oh, true. And bank robbing and fighting. You have to be good at skydiving. What is the kind of skydiving that they did in this movie? It's like cliff diving, and Ugh. you're like like base, base like jumping, fly, flying yeah. squirrel, flying squirrel suit. That looked the most CGI to me of anything in the movie. <laughs> why can't? Why couldn't they have just bought stock footage of real people squirrel suiting and then just changed the costumes to match? <laughs> The people in the in the clip that they bought, like why did why do they have to have the stupid CGI boats going over those waves in the ocean? It looks so bad and so distracting. I don't I don't get why you do CGI here. It seems harder. Radical. I thought the squirrel flying was one of the cooler looking scenes, though, at least. Yeah, I thought the wingsuits were better than some of the surfing scenes, which are so clearly green screen and terrible. It lacked respect. But that's what this movie kind of sucks at is that if it wants to be YouTube clips of extreme sports, they could have just sunk money into that. But instead they have a kind of plot trying to tie all this together. I mean But think about F- we talked about that on the first point break, how like realistic the surfing looked and sometimes it really looks like the people and like how Patrick Swayze actually jumped <laughs> out of a plane. Like we were impressed by all that shit. Even like yeah, the skydiving scenes in the first one look better than anything in this, and that's 14 years earlier or whatever. 24. I was telling Pappy this earlier. This movie like had an achievement in making all these extreme sports and stunts look boring. Like I was bored <laughs> out of my mind yeah. during every action scene. Because you don't care about no, any of the so characters. When them. the first guy died <laughs> on this, the first guy died on the snowboarding yeah, I was like, Who died? downhill mountain thing. <laughs> yeah, hey, I had no idea. That's chowder. <laughs> Pay some respect, all right? <laughs> Rip chowder. <laughs> More like powder. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I don't know. <laughs> Fair they enough. Were, they were like hateable. They weren't hateable. They weren't likable. They just weren't. No, but I mean, like. But okay, in in the first point break, you have the juxtaposition of the meth heads who are the bad criminals. So then it, it right. forgives the bank robbing guys because they, they look good by comparison. Mm. In this movie, the bad guys are just the bad guys. They're assholes. I mean, they are for some reason giving the money back, but that's never even really made clear on why they're doing that on top of these stunts, I think. It's just... 
It just doesn't work. I, Pappy, I agree. you brought up an interesting point yeah. tried in the fact that Swayze and Keanu Swayze uh, were both famous <laughs> when they did uh, Point Break. Who would you have casted in this movie? Because obviously our two leads sucked. Keanu uh, again. Sw- I was going to say Swayze yeah, and Reeves. <laughs> Gary Busey in the Swayze role. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if I could get Keanu again, I would. Like, we always say Tom Hardy, but, I mean, it'd be kind of cool. And then for the hippie guy, I don't know. Cause like, Paul I Dano. thought, like, uh, Chris no, Hemsworth no. would have made a great Bodie. Oh, yeah. Whoa. And then uh, yes, Chris, uh, Cap, Chris Evans would have made a great Utah. That's perfect. Oh, God. Boom. Yeah. I could see Hemsworth being Utah, though, as Ut- well. No, he's straight Bodie, man. He's nuts. Agreed. Yeah, but he could be like a tough FBI agent guy. But yeah, you're right. In this scenario, are we more closely remaking the first Point Break, or are we using the script? Because I don't even know if these guys can say like, this horrible <laughs> first Point Break <laughs> story. We just shot for shot. I don't know first if I want to put break. actors I like through that. Okay, now you're talking like the Psycho with Vince Vaughn, shot for shot. Exactly. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> Not exactly shot for shot, though, right? Pretty close. Yeah, I remember one scene in particular that was definitely not in the original. Which scene is that, Brett? What, were there spiders? The bags? No, when he's looking through the peephole, what he's doing while he's looking through the peephole. What's he doing, Brett? Use your imagination. He was. (laughs) If he's looking, why is he using his imagination? I don't understand. Ah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Bastard, yeah. Uh, are we ready for yes or no? Uh, <laughs> Can we get some? <laughs> spoil it. <laughs> I, I guess so. Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, is literally everything we've talked about is like in the first 40 minutes of this two hour movie. And I can't tell you at all what happens in the last hour 20. It's okay. Like, dude, you can fly through it. Okay. Then wait, real quick. There was one scene that like cracked me up. I don't know if anyone else thought it was funny, but. They had just got done doing the flying squirrel, and then they like you know like the scariest, most dangerous thing ever. And then they just, they show up, and the girl's climbing a fourteen foot rock. <laughs> she she boulders, bro. <laughs> I'm like, they Dude, just did after- something. Yeah, she's doing nothing. It's pretty. I like funny. that you mentioned that, Brett, because right after that, actually, they show her like helping get ready to set up for dinner, and they make a point of showing a shot of her like splitting a log. <laughs> and it looks so unnatural. I don't know if you guys remember it's that. It's so weird. <laughs> it's like an English girl splitting her first log <laughs> in the middle of the. Yeah. Oh, guys. Sorry. Go ahead, Jode. I I just I didn't want to forget that that cracked no, me up. No, it's all good. That cracked me up as well. Um, heist number two, they somehow hijack, or they don't hijack a plane, they hide a boat, they stow away on a plane, and they throw pallets of money. I don't know who just flies with pallets of money in the back of the plane, but they throw that off the plane, they skydive into it, and they rain money down on some random Mexican town. U.S. plane carrying money got hijacked over San Luis Potosi in Mexico. Perps jumped out over the jungle and disappeared without a trace. We're looking for the bodies. So I, yeah, I have a theory that this movie is actually a mashup of lots of action movies mm-hmm. from the 90s, including Fight Club. But this is, again, another sort of cliffhanger visual where you have the big pallet of money falling out of a plane along with the best friend dying at the beginning. This is actually my favorite visual of the movie when there's when they're falling and they like rip out mm-hmm. the money and it starts like flittering up. But then for some unknown reason, they had slowed down enough to be back in and they're like flying through the money. It did. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't get like how the they... money. How can they catch yeah. up to the pallets of money in the first place that they threw out like a solid 20 to 40 seconds ahead of time. <laughs> Critical mass. Dude, they're pressing down. They're pressing down or up on both sticks, just like in Fortnite, bro. Yeah, no. <laughs> you point your head down and you can catch up to stuff. Not. We saw that in the original not point big, break. Heavy pallets of money. <sighs> Anyways, 
Heist slash stunt number three is the base jumping and windsuit stunt. Um, I actually read that this was shot like 50 times, I think, with actual real stuntmen and pretty minimal uh, CGI was used. Josh, where did you think the CGI came came in here? Um, I thought this was a pretty sweet scene. I did too, yeah. Uh, the wider shots where it showed all four of them flying just super tightly amongst the cliffs and the clouds. I I just thought it looked like CGI. I could have been wrong, I guess. I'm wrong. Wait, so they actually went into the hole? From what I've read on our uh, our handy our handy it's Wikipedia. It's a different yeah. one though. Oh, well, is it? that was a different one where they went in the hole. That I, I don't get that one at all, so maybe no, that's the I'm same wrong. one, I think. They, like, dive down. They go, yeah, they do, the fir- they do, quote, the first cloud to ground tunnel thing. Yeah. Extreme, bro. It said that the, the people uh, did, like, over 500 jumps, <laughs> uh, like, up to a year before filming, so, that, like, really close together so that they could get used to, like, flying with somebody, like, close to them. Um, that being said, there mm. probably was some CGI because there is everywhere in this movie, but I don't know. <laughs> thought it was cool anyways i yeah. want to point out to the listener that it sounded like jordan was trying to defend this film for a Not second and i reject yeah that. i reject <laughs> Fuck that. off, baby. nothing about this look cool <laughs> they then are somewhere further in the apps the alps and they uh they they hang out with the girl for a little while and then they snowboard down the girl she has a name the strong jordan. female character <laughs> i don't know how to say her name samsara samsara samurai <laughs> <laughs> so they uh they snowboard and you're the one that picked this bullshit movie N- know their names <laughs> i i reject that <laughs> <laughs> they, they snowboard down um they're trying to like find their line to snowboard down these huge cliff faces and utah again gets really cocky and just starts going um and then they come to like a huge cliff again, and they're like, "There, you can't, we can't go any farther." They call the helicopter. Utah again goes down, and the rest of them have to follow. He kills another one of his friends. Josh, how did you, how did you feel Ch- at this time? Chowder. When Chowder died, the stakes were so high. The stakes oh, were so high. Man, when that when that red shirt <laughs> fell off the cliff, <laughs> my heart just sank. <laughs> uh. I think the actual notable thing was like, this is, um, Utah's moment. And this is kind of like his speciality. So he's able to kind of like lead the group and prod them on when they wanted to quit. If you wanted to take this movie seriously and like really deep dive into the plot. So I do think it's kind of a turning point moment, but at the same time, it's just kind of laughable. And it was his line, Josh. Actually developed line. well enough. It was my line. It's your line, Steve. Once he took it. What's that, Jode? It's your line, Steve. It's your line, Stevie. Take it. God. I kind of wish Utah fell off a cliff there and the movie just ended right there. Whose line is it? That would have made it for a better movie. Utah cut short. So next, we get a very depressed Utah. Brett, we get our sex scene here. What do you think? (laughs) Do you need privacy? Dude. I don't know. Two, two PG thirteen E. I don't know. Fair enough. No bags. No bags. No bags. Notably, tattoos though. So so Great. many tats. <laughs> I don't pay for tattoos. I pay for bags, Josh. That's why I go to the theater. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it wasn't really. It's like your standard short PG thirteen scene. Terrible. This has got to be one of the least developed love stories I've ever seen in a movie. Like, top ten least. Yeah, like, the no original point it. break, like, the Lori Petty scene's kind of, like, almost like the backbone of the story. And this is just kind of like, oh, you're here. Oh, you're here, too. Let's, Let's smash. Uh, talk for, like, yeah, get to know each other for three days, and then, I don't know. Finally, yeah, no, this is a rough host job. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, yeah, rough this movie. is great. You're doing great. So finally, that's the thing. Yeah. That, like, listing off these laundry list of stunts, it's, if you, I'm sure anyone listening probably hasn't seen this movie. It literally is just a laundry list of stunts. They they name eight things. 
And that's the excuse to do eight cool things in this movie. It's so. Why do they name this movie Point Break? It is no reason. There's no reason for this to be a Point Break movie. There's no mo- there's no reason for this movie to be called Point Break at all. They had to try to get some foot traffic, man. This was a straight to, to DVD bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a Netflix like hide it deep in the Netflix ranks. The budget was pretty big. Like, I wonder where it went. It went to no CGI, story obviously, but Bre- no story. The name Point Break. Oh, I know, but I'm saying I can't. The budget was a lot bigger than I expected. What was it, it to five? Hundred and five. No. Jesus Christ! There's no way it made that. There's no way it made that, right? Uh, One thirty-three point seven. It actually made its money back. It lost a lot of money, but it, Brett. Yeah, it lost money with. You need marketing. two and a half times your budget. Yeah, but it didn't market that much. No, it didn't like Black Panther market or you, you, it lost a lot of money. Well, DVD, hey, it, uh, it DVD made, sales. It made twenty eight million dollars in the United States, but it made a hundred and four of its million dollars worldwide. It's just a big, broad, visual spectacle. masterpiece. I feel like I remember getting pulled pretty early. Yeah. God, the rest of the world is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we so number one? God. Finally, we get to the part where Utah is able to, he's able to take part in one of their, uh, their giving back missions here where they're going to try to uh, tip over some trucks with gold in them. I don't really know. <laughs> Joe, can yeah. I, can I, can I bring, bring something up real quick? D- when he disappears for a day, he comes back and the guy goes, you've been gone a day. Where have you been? And then like, literally they're like, okay, we're going to let you in on our secret plan. <laughs> Well, that kind of ties into a little later on that same mission. Oh, when He's they like, say that they knew, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. We've known you were a cop, and there's like no explanation for right, why I wrote they that, knew yeah, he was I wrote a that cop down and I forgot, from the beginning. Yeah. But for the listener, they apparently knew he was a cop since the beginning when he first joined up. They just didn't care. Somehow, in the end, they just didn't care. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. No, it's all good. So they're gonna try to rob some gold trucks or tip them over or something. Those trucks seriously just had gold. It's a shit ton of gold. Just filled <laughs> to Lots the brim. Of gold. <laughs> what was They that? run up on them with Golders. like a, a truck and a couple of uh, motocross bikes, and they end up exploding some rocks above them so that the trucks have to tip over. Utah finally reveals himself as an FBI agent, and apparently, they, like you guys said, they knew the whole time. That's not doing it justice. What? Do it justice then, Stevie. I can't. It was delivered so poorly. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's my favorite scene of the whole movie because it's so bad. He's, play the clip. Yeah, play the clip. I can't even do it justice. All I remember is he's like, <laughs> FBI! Thirty-three's <laughs> FBI! Can't let you do it, brother! Damn it, Bodie, drop it! so bad you can't do this you can't <laughs> Joe Joe, th- this had like a line that didn't make any sense to me I wonder if it made uh, Bodhi goes that's the difference between us all you see is lines we see the truth and I'm like those that doesn't like <laughs> that's like a f- those total, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> did anybody else catch how dumb that sounded <laughs> But the whole movie, is like mad- talking about lines. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, but still, that's so. St- it doesn't. That doesn't. There's fly, a lot man. of these guys had their lines on cue cards. Yeah, right out of the camera. There are a lot of stupid lines in this movie that masquerade as philosophy. There's one that we kind of skimmed over earlier that like goes over the Ozaki origin story, and Utah goes, oh, "Ideas geez. can be pretty powerful," and Sam Sarah goes. Not as powerful as a whaling ship. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, gosh. That's like a train, Matt. South Park line. Going back to Brett's though, there's one right after that I did like. He was like, "If you knew I was a cop, why did you let me in?" And Bodie's like, "I thought I could save you." Oh gosh, which is pretty hilarious to me, actually. I like how you guys are saying all the lines in Keanu Reeves' voice, though. That's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, it's not anywhere near as cool. No. A better job. Also, one thing this movie lacked was in the original, I thought Keanu and Schwazy wanted to bang the whole time. 
They had super yeah, no, sexual tension, and it was awesome. There's no underlying homoeroticism here. And that None. might be because, Stevie, you mentioned this earlier, it was directed by a man. So maybe they, it, just, hmm. it just loses something there. It was directed by a man. It was PG-13, no bags. Uh, oh. Yeah, a lot of failing... A lot of failings in this movie. <laughs> no Anthony Kiedis. No War Child. They did have a no War Child. They did have the original. They did have the original Roach. What? The original. The original Roach was in the movie. Didn't anybody catch him? Where was he? He was one of the FBI. He was one of the, the like the douchey FBI guy at the beginning when he's trying to give his thing. He has like two lines, maybe. If you go back and watch it, which I know you nope. won't, you'll notice. <laughs> Brad, you told me that if though, Brad. If you go back and watch it. That's I have. <laughs> <laughs> on, on your rewatches. <laughs> it, this movie also had one of my like least favorite cliche lines. It's like, blank's going to finish what blank started. I hate that line. So-and-so is going to finish what Bodhi started. Or no, Bodhi's going to finish Osaki. what Osaki started. Anybody else just like sick of that kind of stuff? I'm not going to lie. At the hour 10 mo- part, at the hour 10 mark, I was pretty checked out. So anything after 70 minutes is a pretty big blur to me. It's so long. <laughs> I was doing work. Think about that while watching this movie. I chose work over the movie. It's that bad. Oof. She gives. We partake. And then we give her an offering. An offering of what? That mine down there has been ripping gold out of her guts for over 20 years. We're going to get some of it back for her. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, my man. Sauce to sauce. So we finally get one of our iconic shot-for-shot scenes here where... Utah chases Bodie down the mountain. Mm. They end up crashing across like a stream from each other, and Utah has him dead to rights. And he shoots, she, he oh, yells God. and shoots his gun straight up in the air. <sighs> Josh, I know this is one of your favorite scenes in the original. What did you think when they had this shot for shot scene here? I almost. Yeah, like, I watched this knowing I was going to do a podcast for spoilers on it, and I almost internally switched to a yes <laughs> after the shots in the air, because I laughed so hard. I started cracking up laughing, and I was like, okay, I get this movie. And I was in for do it for a while, but uh, it, that is a shot-for-shot thing. He's like, looks at him, and he can't do it, so he fires... Uh, frustratingly into the air like the rest of his clip. Might as well shot the audience and put us out of our misery. (laughs) It's it's so funny because it it comes off as like so impotent compared to the original. And honestly, this wasn't even like the strongest part of the original to like copy shot for shot. It's really odd why they would do that. Hot fuzz, maybe? I know someone's seen hot fuzz. Yeah, when they watch Point Break, it's hilarious. Not this point break. No, yeah, not the original. That and Bad Boys 2. We're the only ones that have watched this point break. <laughs> I was looking yeah. at it, yeah, it debuted at number eight in the domestic box office and got smashed by films like Concussion and oh Alvin God. and the Chipmunks' The Road Chip. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> debuted at number eight. That's awesome. Gosh, they're probably so shocked. But dude, our help shots were so epic. Keep in mind, <laughs> How it, did it, fail? it only made $9 million on Christmas Day, which was a Friday. And by comparison, <laughs> the number one movie. father the four- took his family to see this movie on Christmas Day? The Force Awakens made $150 million. So can you imagine what the poor the- kids? The Force Awakens. In its second oh, week. Oh, man. Uh, oh, kids, it's sold out. We're going to go see Point Break instead. Don't worry. Dad <laughs> loves the original. <laughs> oh, man. Is the original even like that big of a classic to really try to piggyback on? Like, I think that's it's what more of a cult part classic. of this is so it's confusing. A, yeah. So yeah. Re- they remade Judge Dredd. I mean, it's about that, that time. Was, yeah, it's 20 years after the early 90s. I, I guess Judge Dredd was at least a comic book. Speaking of about that time. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Yes. Yeah. There are two more stunts. They climb some rocks. They 
they dive oh. they dive down a waterfall where Bodhi is trying to complete the eight, but he escapes, and we end up with the same exact ending as the original Point Break, where Utah. I gotta talk about Gromit just killing himself. Eh, Gr- Wallace, Wallace <laughs> and Gromit Wallace again. Another cliffhanger visual. <laughs> Stevie, go go ahead, man. No, it just bothers me. Why can no one help each other in this movie? All Bodhi had to do was climb down a little bit and grab his hand. Have you ever bouldered before? Uh, yeah, but he had that. He had his he had his finger in that little hole. <laughs> Easy, Brett. Whoa. Oh no, I meant in the rock. Whoa! Don't talk Whoa. about Sam Sarai like that. Wow. Brett, this is a PG thirteen movie. Keep a PG thirteen podcast. I said hole, not hoe. <laughs> no, but yeah, um, yeah, Joe. Do might as well get to the ending because we get the exact same ending. <laughs> They both should have died falling in that water. They all should have died yes. falling off the huge fucking waterfall. Um, we cut to like 18 months later. And if they don't die <laughs> falling perpendicular to the water, like flopping about with no form at all, then there's no stakes in even jumping off that in the first place. You could do whatever right. and survive, he, apparently. He figured it out. The eighth wonder. <laughs> ultimate trust. It was in you the whole time. <laughs> Love. Speaking of that, Pappy, I know you saw A Quiet Place. What do you think had a mm-hmm. more like intriguing whiteboard chalkboard situation? A Quiet Place or this movie with like the eight stunts <laughs> kind of written up there? I thought you were going to say what had a better waterfall scene, A Quiet Place or this, where they're yelling wildly, wildly at the well, waterfall. We, yeah, we kind of lampooned the chalkboard whiteboard in a quiet place, and I thought it was just as bad. I would in say this Michael movie. Bay did better than this movie, so there you go. I think the whiteboard in a quiet place was done by a hungover, unpaid intern. They're like, just write some stuff up there. I'm like, oh, okay, and that's how I did aliens. <laughs> Three question marks. How many are there? You can't there? read the whole plot how either. You can only kill. read a little bit of the plot. <laughs> Listen to our podcast on a quiet place for more fun jokes like that. <laughs> Episode one thirty eight, something like that. Just listen till you find it. Joe's trying so hard. Joe's trying so hard to get us through this, and we just like <laughs> keep, keep just God, talking. Oh, I love you guys. You're Let's just go. running yeah, with dude. everything. This is a good host had- host chat episode. <laughs> get to know us. <laughs> Finally, we get to the end. We're in the middle of the ocean with massive fucking waves everywhere. Uh, Bodie's on a boat on his own. Utah gets flown in on a helicopter and just drops down on the boat and they have their little, the little argument, <laughs> same as the original movie. Mm. And he just, he's like, fine, go. And, uh, you're not going to come <laughs> back, Bodie. <laughs> I kept waiting for him to handcuff Same. Him. I couldn't believe he didn't Never do it. Never fails to disappoint this movie. He, <laughs> <laughs> He knows he so knows true. Bodhi's not going to come back, so he ropes back up to the helicopter. Bodhi goes into the wave. Finally, we're done with this fucking movie. Any last thoughts before we do yes or no? <laughs> I couldn't that, wait for uh, Bodhi to die. <laughs> I rooted for him in the original scene. so hard and wanted him to die so badly in this one. But go ahead, Brad. Sorry for interrupting. Oh, no. I was going to say, the rock climbing scene like made me ill. I had to turn the... Had to turn. I just, it was, I know it's like fake looking, but it still, it made me want to be. Because of the heights? Yeah, just that stuff just kills me. There's one scene at the beginning. What's it called? The Osaki 8? Yeah. Right? Where uh, Utah is telling uh, Bodhi about it. And he goes, What are you after? And Bodhi goes, or Utah goes, You're after the Osaki 8. And Bodhi goes, that's a myth. I'm like, wait, what's a myth? It's a myth that you're going after it? It's a myth that they exist? Like, we've already established they exist in-universe. It's just, ugh, it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Bad writing. Guess Bodhi sees something in you. I don't. <laughs> that's another cliche line that's in, like, everything. I... Stupid. Indeed. <laughs> uh... It took them 24 years to make a worse version. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why movie? I think it, I think it's like you guys said that there's no reason to make this a point break movie. Just make it a extreme sports movie. Make it the Ozaki 8. 
It had to have been what they were trying to capitalize on, right? Like release YouTube, to YouTube extreme stuff. Yeah, just release it to YouTube directly. Yeah. I watch YouTube. Yeah. How come I've never seen your stuff? Oh gosh. Smash that subscribe button now. <laughs> <laughs> let's do some yes and no's. Uh yeah. Stevie, let's start with you, buddy. What you got? <laughs> it really pissed me off you and picked this pick this movie, Jordan. <laughs> I've uh, I've heard a lot about how pissed you are about this movie, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is higher with dialogue, so it's a no dog. This is a hell <laughs> a hell no dog. <laughs> Shout out to higher earlier episode. Yes, <laughs> episode fifty-two. Sure, it's a landmark episode. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um. Who Brett, Agent Utah Brett, what you got? Well, I'm gonna, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna have to disagree with Stevie in one point. I'm, I think this is awesome and hilarious that you picked this movie because <laughs> I had a blast reviewing it. I didn't have a blast watching it, but I had a blast reviewing it. I think it was fun. Um, this is a, 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 a no, uh, I. I actually thought it might have gotten a little better as it went on, but it was like so far down. I know that everyone else probably disagrees, but not better, just more exciting. I said no. I, I don't want to talk too much about it. So no. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Wait, you forgot to say sorry after your <laughs> sorry. Follow the on Letterbox. <laughs> Knowles pack. Something something. Seven three nine. The saddest reviews and the most apologetic <laughs> reviews you'll ever see. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but seriously, sorry. But yeah, for real, I'm sorry. <sighs> Pappy, we're going to come to you next. Yes or no, buddy? <laughs> no dog. This movie only lives to get radical, doesn't have any real understanding of the seas, so it'll never get the spiritual side of it. Follow Pappy on Letterboxd. <laughs> That's me. Pappy couldn't spread any of his promotion goodwill to this movie. <laughs> Ruthless. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, brother Josh. Although I, I, I'll say this, I do kind of halfway appreciate the experiment of doing a movie, then it's remake back to back. Now we know to never ever do this ever again. So <laughs> it's, it's never been done on spoilers in our hundred and however yeah. 60, 70 movies that we've done. Now we know one hundred and seventy. So. <laughs> so, so, I had to give it a go. It. It clearly did not work, but I think it's been a fun review. Uh, Josh, what do you got? <laughs> mm-hmm. I like what Pappy said, except I think this movie tried so hard to get to the spiritual side early and often. Is like the guy on the road with like the abortion baby sign holding it up, like trying to get to the spiritual side. Oh my like God. the original movie did it in a subtle, cool way. Um. <clears throat> Even even in that movie, it was a little bit eye rolly, but you like forgave it because yeah. the Schwazy d- had such a good performance. But this movie just strikes out in so many places and just comes off as an extreme sports getaway movie. So it's got to be a pretty hard no. Um, I honestly, if you have seen the original Point Break and you're a big fan of it, you got to watch this movie and just see the funny ways in which it's copied off of. I cracked up a couple of times, but it, yeah, hard no for me. Hard no. Hard no from Josh. <laughs> spoiled. It's definitely spoiled. It's a no. Um, there's not much to say about this movie, like Brett said. There's not too much to talk about. It... <laughs> there's just not... There's not much there. They, they keep trying to pawn off of the old movie... And they don't do any of it right. Um, there's just not much redeeming about this. And it's a hard no. Uh, Pappy, what kind of spoiled fucking food does that make this movie? <laughs> mm, I got this... one. Oh, go ahead, Brett. This is a cake in the face of a rich guy. Spo- <laughs> spoiled <laughs> cake? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, rotten. Sure. It's rotten. <laughs> 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 spoiled cake off a greasy rich face. Let them eat spoiled cake, Marie Antoinette. 
All right, you guys ready for trivia? Let's end this thing. Yes? All right. Um, What's our order? I wasn't able to go back through. Uh, I've hosted the most recently. uh, I've definitely let the lowest. Stevie, then Josh, then Brett. Oh, yeah, Stevie. We haven't... I forgot. Stevie, then me, then Josh, then Brett. Stevie, Pat. What did Stevie do? Stevie did the original Point point Break. PB1. Oh, yeah, duh. PB. Okay, so we're going closest to. There is a number that is the sum of the following heist movies that have been featured on spoilers. Um, these are the amounts of the heist involved in each of these movies. Point Break. Po- Point Break 2015 was not included because it's unknown billions were stolen in this movie. Um, so the <laughs> all that unknown billions. <laughs> The movies that were chosen were Heat, classic heist movie, The Town, which was one of mine, and Die Hard, which was... It's been a while since we did Die Hard. So, uh, Stevie, what was the total amount of the heist slash attempted heists in those movies? In millions. In millions? So what was it? Die Hard, Heat... Die Hard, Heat, and The The Town. Town. Oh, the tan. The tan. Oh, two, uh, two hundred and sixty-eight million. Happy. Um, because the money was in bonds, Die Hard, or something like that. I'm gonna Ooh. go. Yeah. Five hundred million. That was nice of me. I didn't box anybody in. I'm gonna go five hundred million and one dollar. <laughs> you son Josh. of a goddamn bitch! Are you kidding I me? I thought we outlawed that. <laughs> Did, I, did we? What did? No. <laughs> no. Go ahead. What did Stevie say? It's just poor form. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's it not is. Price is Right. It's just closest to. We expect it from a lot. I learned that from Pappy. What did Stevie say? Stevie has two hundred and sixty-eight. Pap has five hundred mil. Josh has five hundred mil and one dollar. One dollar, Brett. <laughs> say one dollar, Brett. <laughs> what? You didn't say it couldn't go over, right? <laughs> or, right, just pu- closest to really closest to not not prices right. What did Stevie say? I didn't hear anybody. Two sixty seven. Brett says two sixty seven. Mm. <sighs> There's going to be shouts of conspiracy, but <laughs> the true the true no. answer is Long Brothers six hundred and forty five million. Oh, <laughs> check his text messages. Long brother conspiracy strikes again. Great, Die 90s movie. No one wants to watch. And the dr- the drought continues for all. So the numbers the numbers were heat was a million dollars, the town was four million dollars, and Die Harder was six hundred and forty million dollars. I knew Die Harder was the most. Yeah. Uh, let's go to God damn it, Josh. our boy Sparleman, yes. and uh, we'll give Josh a second to decide. Man. Take it away, Spoilerman. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. Our number is 903-776-4507. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review. Twitter. Crank some of that Wolftron. Where did Wolftron come from? SoundCloud? Who who is dr- oh, sounded, drinking? It sounded terrible. Please stop <laughs> doing that. So much. Like oh my psycho. god! Because it's a play. Jesus, I <laughs> drink. That was terrible. Great. So loud. Please don't do that so again. Loud. It was not, it wasn't loud He's on just my mic. Serial killer. <laughs> Please add that on the end. Dude, Please Pat, add that on the end. Pappy, when you hear when you hear that, you're gonna not believe what it sounded like to us. I thought someone was drowning. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Waterboarding over there. I, like, oh. I was dehydrated a second ago, now I'm hydrated. <laughs> oh, I didn't know when the break would end. I had to go quickly. <laughs> the break can be spread out. It's, hmm, I'm just kidding. It's life. And we're back. Josh, you have your choice of any film you want. What is your choice? 
Any Estevez film you want. (laughs) Any Young Guns related (laughs) tangential story. Andy 90s (laughs) Long Brother to Long Brother Handoff. We're doing sequels. Isn't it clear that we should do Young Young Guns? Oh, God. Don't Okay, I won't do it. I actually have a request that I want to offer up. And I had a really good friend of ours tell me that they wanted us oh, to no. review Nocturnal Sh- Animals. Great movie. So there we go. Jake Gyllenhaal and Amy Adams. Jake Gyllenhaal 3 Movie Club? 3 or 4 Movie Club, yeah, something like that. Who was the friend? Congrats, Jake. Drew Raholin. Huh. Oh, boy. He won't listen. Yeah, because he hates Pappy, but that's okay. What? <laughs> I thought all that was cleared really? up after Pappy started going by Pappy. Arrival was the best movie of 2016. Hot take. <laughs> what? What? Does Drew really hate me? What? <laughs> no, he does not hate you. He just hates the show. After he oh, hears what okay. you drink, he's going to hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, got, he, he talked to him at Adam's wedding. He said he... He got really mad at them after Game of Thrones and then actually watched it and was like, yeah, they were right. This this season sucked. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he got mad about how we trashed Game of Thrones. It was until a he shitty season. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he admitted that at Adam's wedding. I don't know if Pappy remembers. No, I don't. Pappy I don't was, <laughs> Pappy was well, well lit. To be fair, Drew, I'm he glad was, we're cool. To be fair, Josh also hated spoilers <laughs> for a long time and now he's a part of spoilers, so... I didn't though. <laughs> well, Brett. I just hated your, your Terminator and Cool Runnings episodes. Terminator's a bad movie. Get over it. No, it's not. That Young Guns review struck deep. Ouch. I gave it a yes, Josh. Leg- Legends a bad movie. Get over it. I know, but I still enjoy the fuck out of it. Time Bandit sucks. How would you even know? <laughs> I've seen it now. No, I've never I seen it. Seen it. it. When are we going to do a redux? Christmas? (laughs) McMasters? After 300, it's just going to be a Time Bandits podcast. (laughs) It's just going to be me (laughs) talking about Time Bandits for an hour (laughs) each episode. I'm just getting nervous for for episode 200. Like, the more you do, the closer we get to it. When when, when does that that matter? Stevie picks are forever going away. What? I told Brett if he does the arachnid episode, I'll give him all my picks, all my future wins. <laughs> oh, no, you don't have to do that. I, I do it because I'm a... Because he's a man. I'm a spoilers fan. I, again, I can't guarantee I'll be watching the whole time, but I can guarantee I'll be drunk. Can we watch it on top of a building? Watching it live, right? On top he, of a building. Uh, with uh, in, Inside a Shark inside a shark Tank TV <laughs> on top of a building. <laughs> with, with ghosts flying around. Dressed as Spider-Man. In public, and that covers all my phobias right there. <laughs> so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop it here. Is this podcast over? St- he hasn't even <laughs> said goodbye yet. Jordan, end the podcast. That was spoilers. Let's end it with a packy drink. Flag comes in. This throw, this run will be coming back. Folks, did you know that Thanos killed Gamora, or that Kevin Spacey was Kaiser Solzi all the time? This is Spoilers Podcast. Search for Spoilers Movie Podcast on any podcasting app and support this hilarious Elkhart-grown show. Please subscribe. Spoilers is a freebie podcast. Nothing to do with Chuck Freebie, but a Freebie podcast, and has more clever segues than Chuck does. That doesn't take much. <laughs> I don't think so. Email them at podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Having fun with that. So a 10-yard...